Download the app. Bet big, win bigger. I've got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $5, win $400. If you're a new WinBet player, you can make your first deposit of $20 or more and become eligible for the offer after opting in. Following your first deposit, you can place a minimum $5 straight bet on any spread, over, under, or money line wager with odds of minus 120 or greater and have a chance to win $400 as a free bet credit. Come on, guys and gals. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. And let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Happy Friday, it's the Cowboy. Cowboy. Mm. It's Mina Kimes today, one of our favorites. Mina, Chris, and Macon will preview the Week 18 slate, give their opinions on the performance of each rookie quarterback's first season, detail some playoff scenarios, what teams they like the most in those matchups, talk who's going to start for San Francisco, Trey or Jimmy, and pick which is the better head coaching job, Jacksonville or Chicago. Before we jump in with Mina, Chris, and Macon detail their interaction with cattle, and we have a visit from a couple of the Eagles fans who fell on the railing at FedEx Field last Sunday. Enjoy the show. I hope y'all enjoy yourselves this weekend. My heat has been restored. My power has been restored, and I want to I want to shout out the hardworking crews at Dominion. I'm not going to get pissed off at them, okay? Like they don't lay the plan. These guys, these gals, are out there, fucking sawing trees down, removing trees from the road. They're up in buckets, and they're doing it so we can stay warm. And it took a couple days, okay? Heat is a luxury. I'm very thankful. Thank you. I don't think it's a luxury. Not in 2022. Heat is a luxury, dude. There's a lot of people that go without heat. No doubt. But for their entire winters. I'm conflicted, man. Like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, for what we have. And yet, four days? You were in a hotel, bro. I was at my in-laws last night. Yeah, you were at a hotel then at the in-laws. I'm thinking the... Look, we were safe. We were well we had very few complaints, but heat is an absolute luxury in 2022. I rode up on a fella and uh, who, who worked for Dominion, and I knew he was getting just left and right. When's yeah, it going to yeah, be up? So yeah. I went a different route. I said, 
thank you so much for being out here. And then he offered, hey, we're going to get you up before we leave. Yeah, yeah. Well, that didn't happen. I appreciate him keeping my spirits up. He was like a locker room guy. Yeah, he was yeah, like yeah. a player's coach. Yeah, yeah. But he was lying. He was lying. I don't know that he was lying. I think he probably intended to get your, your lights back on. Yeah. Came back today. Good. A lot of going back and forth, checking on the dog. Dog was elsewhere. Yeah. We uh, dog came to the in-laws last night. Suffice to say, this podcast, the official stance of this podcast, because my name is on it, is that heat is a luxury in 2022. Mm. Don't forget to hydrate out there. Took a piss this morning. Looked like apple juice. I know it's cold, but you still need water. Okay, hydrated king. I still, uh, I still hold that title. May I help myself to one of these? Yeah, sure. One of these talking rain. Talking uh, rain. AQA. Nine point five plus pH. Yep, that's going to get the job done. That's the pH you want. Carlsbad, California. Hello. Why? Why not? Why not? If you live in Carlsbad, why not? Carlsbad. Carl's good. How many Carl's you got in Carlsbad? We've no, we've talked about this. I think we've done Carlsbad before because it hit me that if you live in Carlsbad and your name is Carl, like it's just the sickest joke in the world. Well, when Kingston said Chula Vista as a possibility, I thought we had said Chula Vista, so maybe it's one of those. Yeah, well, if it's Carlsbad, like imagine you go to a um, business. Carl like, probably didn't think about it that much. You no, could live in a Christiansburg, for instance. Not as bad as living in Carlsbad and being named Carl. Like you go to one of these fucking retreats or one of these, what do they call them? A symposium? What do business people Convention. Get? Convention. You got a name tag, Carl. Carl, where are you from? Carlsbad, Carlsbad California everyone snickers he's got to talk about it every it time you're right it sucks dude. a charlotte and charlottesville though i don't that's not as big yeah. it's not as big a deal home of marcus allen yeah originally home of a lot of rich people i think uh i hear rappers talk about it so i figure it's like there's a lot of rich people out there hey layup line Uh, is going to be Cattle Call by Eddie Arnold. I think Pat, uh, Patrick Hallahan put me on to this song um, a few uh, years ago. Shout out to uh, Jacket and, and Patrick. But we saw some cattle today. I love cows. I love animals. Yeah, you could tell on IG Live. Well, I don't know. You set the scene. There, there are, what, three dozen so of them coming at us? I, we're in a field. It's snowing, and all these cattle just roll up on us like hey how you doing um the whole thing and then obviously the big one the big joker with the big hump in his back and the big unit hanging between his legs like uh fucking things got to give him like hip dysplasia <laughs> just pulling on his his uh his hip socket both of them but anyways this guy was not happy Anyways, we figured we IG live at You Around Wildlife. I was thinking we do this new, like a new content series where I just take him to be up close and personal with, with all kinds of wildlife. You jumped up on my truck so quick, it was incredible. You think a, a medium-sized one of them, no one problem. of them boys, no, what no would problem. you have done? I would have just... It, it comes at you like fast and hard and it's going to try to knock you over with its head. I stand my ground. Really? And yeah, what? Stay and, my ground. and then what happens? He stops. No. Yeah, they smell fear. That's why they would have fucked you up. You were up in my truck bed like you'd never seen an animal before. 
Hey, Macon, what do you say you and the green light camera crew in the spring go take a trip to the safari park down 81 in uh, southwest Virginia somewhere? Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, you can we... feed some animals. Do you like I, that? Yeah. I've been there. I, it's a shame uh, I think... to say because it's a bad thing to have a safari park. Yeah, I, I feel bad for them. Yeah, but at the same time, like I feel bad for the animals, but you know, you might as well visit them. Hmm. One of those things. Lifts their spirits. Yeah, like, you know, we got visitors. I don't like safari parks for the record, but um, especially because there's always an ostrich. Fuck ostriches. I was showing property once. There were two black bears. Uh, we were walking up the hill. They were walking down. So basically, we were on the same trail, yeah. and I lacked bear knowledge. Mm -hmm. So at that moment, I thought I was going to, to die. And so we turned around, started going back the other way. We like fjorded... A river? Is that what you do to a yeah, river? Yeah, you fjord it. Shout out to Oregon Trail. Got like diphtheria lost two weeks. Yeah. and uh, I think it's dysentery. Whatever. And um, no, yeah, like there were, there were tears, not necessarily okay. from me. I just want to say this. You just made me think of this. Like you saw a black bear. Black bear. Barely kill anybody. I know okay? that now. I grizzly, know that now. Grizzly bear. Kill. No, kill, but barely in the continental United States. You want to go up to Alaska, they'll eat your asshole out. <laughs> But but um, mm. actually, in a way, they won't because they they're so well fed. They're so well fed. You know, the sexy beasts. They'll turn you inside out. These grizzly bears up in Alaska. But these continental U.S. grizzly bears, they don't have a lot of bodies. You just you cattle have face. more bodies. Cattle are like approximately twenty-two times more dangerous than than a grizzly bear. And that's the problem with statistics. Okay, let's talk terminology. Why are you so insistent on saying cattle? Because that's the that's the plural. What about uh, cows? Yeah, you can say that too. What's a heifer? That's a female cow. That's mm -hmm. that's in heat. What about a bull? A bull. That's one. That's one that he's he's packing and he's he wants uh, he wants a piece of the pie. And that's who we met. We met that guy. He wanted a piece of the pie. We were between him and the pie, and he didn't like you. He thought you were trying to fuck. It his. wasn't me. He was he was he was heading I your tundra. A, I have a buddy. He was he was ramming my tundra with his dome. I have a buddy who texted me after IG Live and was like, hey, dude, let me tell you why that cow was mad. He thought you were trying to fuck his girl. <laughs> and like, couldn't be a bigger misunderstanding. You were, we were not. just trying to pet the smaller cattle. Okay. Anyways, yeah, fuck statistics. Anything that tells you that cattle are more dangerous than great white sharks. I love the animals. I'm just afraid of them. Yeah, that works. This whole open is going to be like good, bad, ugly. We have Mina Kimes coming on. That's going to be good. That's going to be awesome. We love when Mina Kimes joins us. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about week 18, as bizarre as that sounds. And then maybe some coaching stuff, some NFL draft stuff. But I'll do some, some good. I was right about Afrin. It is addictive. I had a gentleman DM me talking about, you know, like, yes, my Twitter DMs are open. No, I don't see all your DMs. Uh, but a guy did DM me this week. Mine are also open. <laughs> and he told me that Afrin is indeed addictive, and he's been addicted to Afrin for many years, and his doctor told him he needs to stop. AA. Yeah, dude. Afrin really can fuck your life up. I heard about another person through my wife that uh, used to be addicted to Afrin as well. So do not take Afrin. Had me crying the other day. Clear my nostrils up. But next thing you know, you're selling your possessions to buy Afrin. Everything in moderation. It's going to go the route of Sudafed before long. It's, it's a problem. Yeah, you're going to have to show like multiple forms of ID, passport to get Afrin. How are you feeling, by the way? I feel great, dude. I'm on the mend. My heat came back on, as I told you. 
you, you're in the clear. You've been in a hotel at the at the in-laws. I did go to my parents' house for a night. They have boiler heat. Guess what I had to do? What? Uh, hey, good news. Power back on. Great. Hey, you need to run over and uh, clear out the refrigerator and freezer of everything. That sucks so bad. Dude. Which is a kick in the tail on multiple levels. Yeah, because you already bought the food. Already bought the food. You got to smell the food now. Got to smell the food. You got to spill the food onto your pants and then you got to take your pants off and put them in the wash immediately because it smells quite bad. And then I put a new pants on. This is the pants that you, you think but show you, water. Yeah, when you dribble. And, um, and I went to uh, a bagel bakery and I stained them. Stained these pants. Stained two pants today. You're and then, and then you, you, know how stu- you know how heavy stuff is from a freezer? Yeah, really heavy. It weighs the really bag heavy. down, the bag rips. And they were like, they're, we don't have a we don't have a large refrigerator freezer like seven bags seven full bags of stuff showing solidarity with you right now yeah thank you that sucks dude listen i want to continue and give you some ugly number one we got will compton cut so like the next morning after that awesome interview with will i got a text that said you got will compton cut and uh i called will compton and he told me it wasn't our fault it was a bunch of other stuff. Well, at first he said it was. Well, it, he, it was a misunderstanding. And so for five seconds, I was like, fuck, we got Will Compton cut. So I called the boy, as he would like to be referred to, and the boy is in good spirits. And honestly, you know what? Not the worst thing. Maybe the Eagles pick him up. I think they'd love him in Philly. Howie Roseman, are you listening? You need Will Compton. But you, in theory, you need Will Compton. the Raiders front office could have seen, well, this guy's checking out. At season's end, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, he could have heard about the retirement process. We got somebody coming back. I don't think that's the case. Another thing is for us, we got the very last possible podcast for future media mogul. I mean, he's already a media mogul. Will Compton on an active roster. Last podcast, us. Even beating out his own. Yeah, we cocked him. Mm -hmm. That's ugly, but there's a little silver lining there. And then my other ugly is the Kevin Porter Jr. saga. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Are we just at a point now <laughs> where, like, okay, to paint a little a little picture here, and Kingston's the NBA guy. He can c- help me color in the lines here. But Kevin Porter Jr. is a player for the Washington Wizards. He was playing. He plays for the Rockets. Okay, fuck it. The Rockets. They're playing in Washington? I think they're playing the Wizards. Yeah, they're, they're playing, playing the, Wizards. the Wizards. Who watched Rockets Wizards? Uh, I was on Rosillo. the Wiz. I can't Gambled believe. He- Gambled heavily on it. I can't believe some of you guys watch regular season NBA, especially non-competitive teams. Thanks a lot, Northwestern, last night. Incredible. I mean, there's there's succession. There's there's all types of routes you go, and instead you guys are watching fucking. Not watching it, but it is. <laughs> so, you're right. Anyways. Point stands. So. He's a basketball player. Kevin Porter Jr. is a basketball player for the Rockets, and he's playing in Washington. They have this fill-in play-by-play guy. He's not the regular guy. But anyways, the guy makes the unfortunate comment as this Kevin Porter Jr. hits a big shot that he always knows when to pull the trigger. Tragically, Kevin Porter Jr. has a family member, his dad, who actually... I don't know how to say this. Like Killed somebody. Killed somebody. So the guy's like, he always knows how to pull the trigger just like his dad. So understandably, if you're watching this game, you're like, oh, holy shit. Now that's if you know this. I don't even know who, uh, no offense, like I don't watch the NBA, but everybody immediately was like, this guy just decided to commit career suicide in the most spectacular way on, on television. 
if you think about it, like nobody does that. So there's more to it. The announcer fucked up. The announcer did not realize that the Kevin Porter Jr. that used to play for the Bullets, also a Washington team, uh, or not junior, Kevin Porter, not senior. His name was Kevin Porter? See, it's confusing. It's confusing. The, the yeah. announcer was confused. He thought that, that there was a Kevin Porter. Father-son. Father-son duo, and there's not. There's not. So he made a mistake. I mean, I was on Keyshawn's show recently. I've told you this a couple times. He's called me three different longs in one fucking week. Like, I was on my show, called me Kyle. Then I went on his show. He called me Howie. People make mistakes, you know, especially when the names are the same. And this guy made, like, a really tough mistake, but it was a mistake. And then LeBron just fucking obliterates him. LeBron obliterates him and people are like this guy needs to learn i'm like learn what he fucked up you didn't think this guy was like man i've got a zinger i'm gonna reference two homicides oh my god dude like what are we just at the point now and then you go in the mentions and people don't go in the mentions but you go in the mentions and there's like a bunch of people posting videos and they're like this is the same guy who said this huh like with the thinking emoji there's a video of this guy, uh, what's the announcer's name, Matt? Glenn Consor. Glenn Consor. And Glenn Consor says that undrafted, this is in the middle of a game, is the new N-word, I-N-word, okay? <laughs> so, like, people just take things and run with this. This video has a thousand retweets, and people under are like, oh, my God. I'm like, you didn't read about that last week? Do you think that's what he was saying? Are we just, like, do we just collectively... Just figure out things that we want to be mad about and just and just fucking dig in. We're just going to be mad. The guy made a mistake. Guys, when people fuck up, sometimes we have to just be like, all right, that was a terrible mistake, but the intention was not to do this awful thing. And yes, play-by-play announcers need to be more careful, but golly. I mean, we, people were calling for this guy's job. If they fire this guy, then Aaron Rodgers is right. That's I, thing. I, that Glenn, would pain me to say. Glenn Consor's culture. talking live. That's difficult to do. It is tough to do. We're on IG Live. It's a, it's a different environment. There were cows different everywhere, cattle everywhere. You'll know from your radio days, it's important to do your research on the players and who they're related now to. Now, that's, that's what he's terribly guilty of. I mean, like, and it's not an uncommon mistake is not knowing who the fuck's playing and what the backgrounds are. But in his brain there was a conflation between an old kevin porter and the new kevin porter and they're not related and in fact kevin porter has a more turbulent family background that you probably hadn't heard about otherwise you would have never said that i feel bad for this guy even though he made a terrible mistake i feel bad for this guy and so somebody who's listening to this like chris you're an asshole for feeling bad for this guy maybe you could use a little empathy Mm mm-hmm and maybe and I'm, I'm sorry from Glenn to Kevin, and that's that. We tie a bow on it. But it can't be that easy. Is that you, LeBron? People make ridiculous mistakes sometimes. And sometimes you just need to be like, God, that was really fucking unfortunate. Maybe the lesson learned is read the roster and the bios. Th- those should be the lessons. Indeed. Anyways, I fucking, I, I, I'll finish with some good before we get to Mina here. I'll give you a good real fast. Okay. Justin, oh. Will Compton has re-signed with the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes! Hell yes! yes. Wait, no! We need to get him on the podcast again before they cut him next time. <laughs> we gotta have the last podcast. Can we? Can you? 
Can I break the news? No, I text him, hey, can we get you on for 10 seconds? <laughs> we want. We would like to get the first podcast with Will as a Raider. That'd be good, but we also have, we got some stuff to do. Yeah. We'll get him next time. That's a bummer, though, because I thought he was an eagle for sure. You really missed out, Howie Roseman. Did we, could we have they're gotten gonna talk about back ju- by any They're chance? gonna talk about Justin Jefferson for a long time and Will Compton for a long time. This was a horrifying moment as the railing crashed, almost taking out Jalen Hurts, multiple fans falling, I don't know, eight, nine feet down onto the ground at FedEx Field. Welcoming now to the Green Light Pod, four fans that wear green. It's a, be- it's a beautiful thing. It's a thing of beauty, and I, wanna, I hope they're okay. We got Eagles fans, the ones that almost died at FedEx Field, and it's a serious thing, but we're going to have a conversation. We'll try to keep it light. Andrew, Michael, Morgan, and Marissa from Philly. You guys are awesome. It's like the beginning of the documentary. It right is the there. Of the documentary. <laughs> you got it. Let's go, man. Get the, the get the masks out, guys. I'm glad to see you guys are alive. Holy shit. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. Oh my god, this is making my co-host. What's up, everybody? Hey, Eagles fans, man. Hey, did did it hurts? <laughs> this guy. You believe this guy is the person No, seriously, you guys okay, man. Uh, we're a little banged up. Um, this Smart. guy right here, Mike, took it the worst out of all of us. <laughs> yeah. Mike, what do we got going here? Like sp- spinal injury, broken leg? I don't know exactly just yet. I still have to get some more tests done. Um, but my neck is pretty sore, uh, really stiff, you know, <laughs> back as well. Yeah. Because I fell on my left side. So the whole left side of my body. I saw sore. that. Yeah. And if you can't tell, Mike's got, Mike's like two and a half of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. We got the best fans of the world on the podcast, and also some some fans that probably share the same sentiment as as we have for FedEx Field. They should bulldoze that motherfucker. You guys and agree? You know Chris, I was going to ask you about that. I, you know, because obviously as a fan, we don't get to see the locker rooms and stuff like that. But dude, that's bad. Like, like Section Nine. <laughs> that, that place is bad. What's it like? Like behind the scenes there? Is it oh. just? Between dodging diarrhea coming out of the pipes to like, you know, like it's just I, my, oh, actually my brother's gotten a, a fist fight there in the parking lot one time when serious? I was playing there, hmm. like about 12, 15 years ago. Yeah. It's a dangerous place, Landover, That's Maryland. Crazy. Would you agree, mate? Yeah. I, uh, I've seen a lot of wins there being, being the fan of the visiting team. Yeah. No, uh, most people have no shade intended, but no, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it is a miserable experience. It takes Two hours to get there, three hours to leave. Yep. And uh, no, I, I have nothing good to say about it. Have you all retained counsel of any sort? When you asked that, did you see my smile? <laughs> you didn't see my smile. <laughs> okay, got you. Got you. So you all might become the, the new owners of the Washington football team. What would you name the Washington football yeah, team if, if you, you do own it? you guys it after this the lawsuit. Washington Foreskins. Oh, yeah. yeah it's funny because <laughs> on, honestly, wait, wait, I've wait, heard wait, that wait, before. Can we curse on this oh, podcast? Fuck yeah, fuck you yeah, can. Shit, balls. Fuck the fucking football team then. Whatever, yeah. That's good. Okay, so the foreskins next year—that they didn't include that in the in the final eight there. So y'all, take me back through what happened. Like in all seriousness, how much weight were y'all putting on these non-weight pairing? (laughs) Like, I feel like they they put five baby gates together and like taped them to the to the bleachers. I mean, just how easily did these fucking things snap like toothpicks? 
Well, yeah, like, you want me to take this? Yeah. yeah. All right. So <laughs> it was pretty easy. Uh, I mean, you obviously seen the video. Uh, oh, yeah. We thought, yeah, dude, we thought that shit was going to collapse when Jason Kelsey started running through the tunnel. Um, you could feel the ground rumbling, dude. Like, when, because, I mean, Hertz just started walking off with, like, that cocky, like, you've seen how slow he was walking. Yeah. And that shit made it so much worse. Cause, I mean, if he just like ran through, it oh. wouldn't even happen. But he had everyone so like I like I, it's giving me chills. Like when you, Chris, you know, like when someone gets super confident like that, and they just all they do is just look around and they're just soaking that shit in. Yeah, that shit. You could you could have ruined that moment. <laughs> it was incredible. I, I just said to myself, like, there has never been a fan player experience after game that can change you know, like a playoff picture. This could have changed the whole dynamic of the playoffs. I mean, like, you know, Minshew's a great backup and everything, but Hertz has been hot. Everybody, he's, the city's rallying around him. You guys were close, man. And um, I'm just glad everybody's okay, except for our friend here who's got multiple injuries, neck, back. Where do y'all live? What, what, what took you to Hyattsville, Maryland? Is that where it is, Hyattsville? Yeah, it's, it's Landover, it's Hyattsville, it's Raljan. It, that like, in itself a, who is gives a fuck, honestly. very questionable. All right. We love traveling for games. Uh, me and Andrew, we went to the Super Bowl. We went to every game leading up to it. Chris, Andrew's actually got a photo with you. Yeah, I got a selfie with you at the Mall of America, baby. At the Mall of America? Did you get a cold? Because I had a cold, man. <laughs> You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what was great about that Mall of America? There was like a Benny Hanna's in the middle. Um, or yeah, where, where they cooked the food in the middle. Yeah. And on either side, there were the Patriots on one side and we were on one side and everybody yeah. was sick and it was so cold and nobody could go outside. Yes, we got a selfie. I, I'm not going to say I remember it, but I, like send it to me or like post it. I'll remember it. So you talked to Jalen Hurts. Was he just as cool as you would imagine? Dude, he was as fucking cool as the other side of the pillow, man. I mean... When we fell, you know, everybody was, I mean, at least I know me and Mike did. I got up right away. And the only thing, and I'm sure you've heard me say it, that was going through my head. And again, no disrespect to my boy here. I think I'm the only one that didn't pull out my phone because I was literally petrified that I blew out his knee. <laughs> like That's the first thought that came through my head was like, I don't care about me. Like, Chris, you know, you know, yeah. Chris, Yeah. If I, if I do something to an Eagles quarterback, yeah, you're, you know you're, what I'm saying? would you put yourself like, and it wouldn't be fair, but they would put you up there with like Bartman in oh, Chicago, absolutely. dude. Absolutely. And, th and you think that didn't cross my mind when we were walking back up the stairs? I know like, it crossed your mind because you're a real fan. You're an Eagles fan. Were you mean to the Vikings fans at the NFC championship? Because they said everybody was mean. Dude, fuck yeah, it was mean. What do you mean? <laughs> Guys. All right. So the cameraman that the NFL camera guy, did you see the guy that kicked who got kicked? <laughs> it was the guy that fell directly in front of Jalen. Okay. The guy, yeah. the white jersey. Yeah. So I, was I that a was that a kick of anger? <laughs> well, I heard that it's it was like, so delayed though. Yeah. Like the kick. Like it wasn't like oh, he was trying to kick him off of him. Yeah. It was like a few seconds later, like it was delayed. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even see it until someone pointed it out to me in the video. And I was like, oh, holy shit, that dude really did do that. Like, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to get his leg out from underneath and he was frustrated or yeah, something. Yeah, we want to give him the benefit of the doubt. We very benevolent fan base here. Very, very nice of them to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Do you all by chance know how to spell Eagles? I-G-G-L-E-S. Ah! 
Yes. He got me. He got you. They're very oh, yeah. fond of spelling the team name well, I learned in Minnesota. Chant, bro. And sometimes if you're not ready for it, like you can get a letter or two behind, like if fans get run up on you and you be all <laughs> off fucking rhythm and I've done it drunk and like I look dumb doing it. Uh, but it's fun every time. Best fans in, in the world. Uh, last question. Do you think that the Eagles should dedicate... Well, let's not do Week 18 because they might not win that game. <laughs> I don't the know playoff they're dressing everybody. The playoff run. Do you think they should dedicate this season to y'all? <laughs> no, dude. Fuck that. That game hurts, man. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, I think... And we talked about this and Michael even touched on this. I think a lot of people owe that kid an apology. I yeah. think a lot of people owe Nick Sirianni an apology. Yeah, Definitely. 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 I've been a Jalen Hurts supporter since his Alabama days. So I, I've been following Hurts for, for quite a while now. Uh, you can just tell, like, even before this encounter, I could just tell the way he carries himself is just – he's like no other quarterback. I, I just don't know how to explain it. He's just so poised. It's, he's it's smooth. Crazy. He's even keeled. And I think that's a really good thing to have in the city. So Writes letters. Writes letters. Talk to me about the letter. What would you think about the letter of the NFL? Mike started tearing up when he read it. <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna lie, I literally started tearing up. Mike is like, really wow. hurt. I was like, he's got our back. Yeah, it's like, nice to see he has our back. You know, like it's cool. How long it's would cool. you have laid there had Jalen not been standing there? Would you have just kind of laid there for a while to make sure? I, was like, no, I mean, it, 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 it all depends on who it was. If it was like Nate Herbig, I'd have been like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nate Herbig, Nate Herbig catching a stray. <laughs> but you know what, though? I mean, Dan Snyder's Dan Snyder's money is important. So, um, all right, well, good. We got everything we wanted out of these awesome fans. Uh, you guys are really gracious to move times and join us. So, thank you very much. We wanted to hear from uh, the best fans in America and and go birds. Any predictions for this weekend? Even though the Eagles aren't at full strength. If Jalen plays, I think we win. If Minshew play, plays, I think we keep it close. Okay. I think we're going to blow them out. Oh, man. Nice. <laughs> good, this is a good Eagles fan. Cowboy Reed Sinet. I have a question, but it's not – I guess it's more of a statement. Fuck Dallas. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Perfect. Okay, is there, who's the second most hated team to you outside the division? you got to pick somebody else. The Colts. Ooh, oh, yeah. oh, Ooh of Carson. Carson. Yeah. Yikes. We, we don't want to open this can of worms. <laughs> Y'all have a great evening. <laughs> and go birds, man. Go birds. Thank you, guys. Hey, great talking to y'all, man. I'm glad everybody's good. All right, I'll see y'all. Thank you. Yeah. Aren't they great? Yeah. Yeah, they're great. It's hard yeah, for you no, to say. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, is my answer. Yes. Eagles fans or Giants fans are cooler? Uh, Eagles fans. Yes, they are, dude. Yeah, they are the coolest fans in football. I I was Taylor Reed. Matt went up to Philly, and I just want to you know refresh your memory on this. But and this isn't a shot at you for skipping. But they all were like, I want to come back here a hundred times. Yeah, Taylor Thank, was like, I think I love this place. I think I found a side team. Thanks for not taking a shot. <laughs> did did travel to Minnesota and ate below to watch you play for the frickin' Eagles. I was I wore a green shirt. Yeah. Well And we did have to spell the frickin' nickname two hundred times during the game. But I hey, I enjoyed myself. Well they, next time I'm in a Super Bowl, I'll 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 make sure to look for you. But the charity events, I know. I thought I thought that might be coming. They're <laughs> they're uh they're a passionate bunch. They're um they're uh you know, that Venn diagram of friendly and mean Kind of has a wide, wide center there. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know you want to drink a beer with them. 
Yeah, I don't know about you. I, I don't. Really I want to drink a beer with them. They're cool. Hope Big Mike heals up quickly. Yeah, Big Mike. What a guy, dude. Yeah. What a guy. I mean, he's Mike, obviously going through it. He's right going now. through a lot. You could tell. I don't know if you. you well, it's a podcast, so you couldn't see him. He was in like a, a chair with wheels on it. Yeah, uh, it was a wheelchair. Uh, he was and his whole, entire head and neck. They were in traction. Yeah, they were trying to keep his neck in traction. Uh, they had a straw because they were feeding him through a straw. It was a, it was tough to like. I know it's a podcast, but that was tough to zoom with those folks. At what point does FedEx, the company, start to get pissed off about like how bad the stadium is and how shitty the reputation of the stadium is? Well, listen, is? I mean, think about it. If you're if you're the Washington football team, you you have a tailor made corporate sponsorship ready with what can Brown do for you because people are getting doused with poo juice there. Mm, UPS stadium <laughs> fedex should name it the ups stadium just like give over the rights to like oh that's rival. genius bro if i'm fedex matt just came up with a great idea dude yeah probably illegal no not illegal like we could do a really bad podcast and call it the dan lebitard podcast <laughs> <laughs> today on pardon my take we just fart into the microphone for two hours <laughs> I might do numbers actually. Really? Well, their audience. I just eat for I eat chips. I eat bugles for like ninety minutes and call it the fucking call it speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, this weekend we got incentives. This is a big weekend for incentives, man. This is always a big weekend for incentives. In the Tampa game, uh this is crazy. Brady is is he stands to make five fifty. I'll just keep it simple. There's a bunch of categories that if he's in the top five of combined, he makes an extra $550,000, which he can find in the cushions of his couch. So I don't even know. And this is the most interesting thing to me is like with everything going on, do you think Brady's even aware? Oh, good question. Yes. I think he's so locked into every single bit of himself. No shade. Yeah. That yeah, he knows. I think Gronk's incentives are the most interesting considering the context of the AB situation. Gronk, uh, he can make 1.5 mil this weekend, which you got to look for is seven catches for 500,000. Check. 85 yards for 500,000. Check. And three touchdowns for 500,000. Nah. But I will say this. This is the most fucked up thing if you're AB uh, because literally this guy's going to get your money. And he's going to get it because you left. Like, That's there's right. no one else to throw the ball to. Correct. There's, like, Scotty Miller, where is he? He's on the team. Okay. There's nobody else to throw the A guy ball named to. Cyril. Cyril. <laughs> playing well. Yeah, he's playing really well. Uh, we didn't talk about that enough on Sunday night. What a throw that was and what um, what a play that was. But unceremonious. Hey, Tampa Bay by eight at home, mm -hmm. potentially playing for something. Right little stinky. They got the Panthers who they just crushed. I don't think it's stinky because of what I just talked about. They don't have any, like Fournette's gone. AB's gone now. Rojo. Uh, Rojo's dinged. gone. Dinged. Uh, Fournette's gone. Did I already say that? Yep. Well, just wanted to make sure you know. So you really think the Carolina Panthers who score about eight points a game can hold the Bucks under 20? You said it stunk. No, I, it stinks so so much that I I stayed away. I don't think it stinks that bad. I think in the state of the Bucks, this is a ten point ball game. Wow. Yeah, I mean maybe it's maybe it's more because Tom rallies the troops. This is going to be a big week for Tom as a leader to say like guys like 
you know, circle the wagons, batten down the hatches. Yeah. What have you. Another reason to take Tampa Bay. Yeah. No, I'm staying away. Uh, Chris Jones, 1.25 milli. Nice, big, single-family home. Mm -hmm. So Chris Jones probably happy they're playing Saturday, huh? Yeah, Chris Jones happy they're playing Saturday for the reason that they're going to play. I mean, like, and that's one of the toughest things for Kansas City is, like, you'd love it if you looked at, you know, it's not likely that Tennessee loses. We'll ask Mina what she thinks, but if they win against the Texans, they are the number one seed. Kansas City, they're vying for that seed. They don't control their destiny. So Saturday night, it kind of sucks for resting people because you'd love it if you could be in a 4 p.m. and know if you really need to go but either way, you're probably going to want to win that game. So no matter what, I think you're probably playing Pat Mahomes, Patrick, whether it's a 4 p.m. on Sunday or a Saturday night game. But for guys like Chris Jones, who stand to make a little bit of money here, a lot of money, yeah, it's good the, the starters are playing. Marcus Golden, who uh, has revived his his uh, career. He, he was dealing with injuries for what felt like a year or two. Back in Arizona, two sacks, he gets uh, a mill, I guess. Reed, is that right? And for a guy that, for a guy that uh, is making six over two years, I believe it is. That's a big deal. So, all eyes on Marcus Golden. And then this is one that's really interesting for me as a rusher, Dante Fowler, who I think uh, people have kind of done an overrated, underrated thing with him. He was overrated, according to people, and they overcorrected so much that now he's everybody hates him. I actually think there's potential in Dante Fowler and he's in Atlanta uh one sack he gets a mil three sacks he gets two mil and the worst thing about that is as a rusher he waited to the last week and now he plays the Saints Taysom have some quarterback power I was gonna bet the Falcons and by the way I really like the Falcons hate week the whole thing so I'm giving that out. Falcons getting four or whatever they're getting. Te- tease them with the, the football team. Football team is not losing. Bet the house on them money. Line. Giants might not score. Giants have scored one touchdown, 35 possessions or something. Did you ever have incentive laden contracts? I did. I've told this story a good bit. I feel like I'm getting repetitive with it. But yeah, I mean, like Sunday night, I talked about this. I don't. I'm not. I know you're not on the pod. Not here, and I don't. And I, and I don't. But listen. the listeners. Okay. They, yeah. They do. Fair. Fair enough. I've got one for you. If you send me fewer than 3,000 text messages yeah. in 2022, I'll give back five grand. Five grand? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How are we going to keep track of that? You know I'll never count that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just text the fuck out of you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like Atlanta's going to win. Um, they might win outright. Yeah, so bet them money line. I was going to say I like the Chargers, but now that Will Compton's back, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, Wait, you think Atlanta's going to win? Yeah, they're yeah. going to win. Why wouldn't they? That's the type of game they win. The hate week, man. Yeah, New Orleans playing for that playoff spot. Doesn't exactly. matter. They're exactly. going to get tight. It's, it's, get tight. Get tight. it's tight in there, bro. Be barely, tight. barely held off those Carolina Panthers last week. I'll tell you one. Uh, I'll tell you one more. I like here. Let me give you one more before we get mean on. I'll tell you what you like. I like the. We talked about this. I like the Steelers. Yeah, they pulled me back in, dude. No starting center. Kendrick Green, maybe no Deontay Johnson. They're catching almost a tud, uh, yep. and you and Lamar's clearly shutting it down. Yep, yep. But honestly, that might not be the best thing. An unhealthy Lamar is 
much worse than a healthy Huntley who's had three weeks of reps. And had you gotten Cleveland plus three back in the past, a few days back, I'd recommend that one as they're now five and a half. Yeah, holy shit. Um, so yeah, anyways, I'm on the Steelers. You could tease them. Uh, I'm on the, the, the Falcons. And uh, the Niners always feel like a safe bet, but we'll see if Jimmy G plays. That's a big difference. I mean, when they're playing the Rams and they're playing for their playoff lives, that game's going to be intense. Let's talk to Mina. Happy hunting. Here's Mina. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Tennessee, or Virginia, and you haven't yet tried the WinBet app, I've got great news for you. WinBet is now offering a 200% wager match for new users up to $1,500. That's just an incredible offer. WinBet is basically giving you double your first wager in free bets. Don't pass it up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Mina Kimes joins us. And uh, Mina, I know you're excited to talk about this. I'm sure you've talked about this today at some point. But like Antonio Brown and Super Gremlin, by the way, is a Kodak Black song. That's what he was posting. I don't know any of those it's about, words. It's about betrayal and disloyal people. Huh. Master plan for Did you listen, did you listen to Antonio Brown's song? that he dropped i heard it i don't listen to it <laughs> i'll put it that way it, the production was very good on it it's expensive production did you listen to it i have not pits and plate pits places I, i'm I from the pit the not the palace or something the, like that you two you're talking you two uh fantasy football champions by the way oh congratulations oh Mina. wow this lowers the ceiling does it not for the tampa bay bucks it absolutely does to me i said this last week i mean I'd, I'd love to hear what you and this is even before the ab thing i said the bucks are cooked i just like Ooh, cooked. Yeah, yeah they're cooked i mean and if cooked to me means like it's going to be really hard to win a super bowl like if they win a Super Bowl, yeah. I'll be surprised. And that's not like a shot at Tom. That's not a shot at anybody. You know, we do this every year. It's like, are you going to be the one to count mm. Tom out? No, but his team, I mean, I might count them out. Like Scotty Miller is going to have to go. It's like, who's going to be the the guy that stepped? Is the serial kid going to replicate that that performance last Sunday? Like you have to have guys around Tom. Cyril Grayson Jr., who didn't play college football and was on multiple practice squads, I think, until he kind of latched on here in Tampa Bay. I, um, he's had like two or three games with over 50 yards now. And I, I thought he showed a lot on Sunday because I yeah. thought if he was just a track star, right, yeah. he's like a super fast guy, but yeah. he was running curls and, you know, comebacks and stuff. And I, I, I think the problem is Antonio Brown, his skill set is really, really hard to replicate, um, both in the slot and outside. Yep. Just it's really it's it's gonna be really challenging for them without a real number two. Because as much as I love Gronk and what he has done at his, this stage in his career is unbelievable to me. Um, I don't think he's a number two in an offense, and it makes them much more one-dimensional. I do think defensively, they get Shaq Barrett back, they get Levante David back, JPP. Um, so I, I, I think that side of the ball, they should be fine, but I don't know. It's going to be tough just going that path through really green tough. Bay. And yeah, let's say, let's say that they play the Eagles 
uh, and we just had the people on that got almost got crushed by the uh, by the stands. Oh wow! Yeah, they were lovely people, as I would expect, right, Macon? They're awesome. Yeah, they're very uh, passionate. <laughs> um, they're yeah, lucky to be alive, is what they are. Um, Do you have beef with them or what? what? Well, no. Um, I was a I was an Eagles fan for one game, the Chris's Super Bowl game, and they're just um, they're an intense people. Yeah, they're, they're like they're, they're like extroverted. The they're, yeah, they're extroverted. Loud, they're, obnoxious. They're vivacious. Yep. Um, all right. So, so Eagles, Bucks, which seems like a relatively likely scenario uh, early in the playoffs. That game was relatively close, and the Bucks are not the team they were earlier in the season, and the mm. Eagles are not the team they were early in the season. I'm not drinking my green Kool Aid here, but I do think the Eagles can at least cover. I know you're not a gambler. Do you think that the Eagles can win that game? Um. No, I, I would take the Bucks, uh, assuming they get Shaq and Levante David back, by the way, because what really struck me in that Jets game was Jets running all over Tampa, a team that everybody was scared to even attempt to run on early in the season. And, you know, they had Vita Vea and, and Sue in, and, but he really saw how much I, both David and I would say Barrett setting the edge matters too. It obviously matters tremendously against the Eagles. I do think if those players are back and healthy, they'll be able to stop them on that side of the ball. And then on the other side, I just don't think the Eagles secondary is good enough. Um, even with, you know, Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski running the show. It was funny. We had Daniel Jeremiah on recently who we love. I asked him, you know, the most irreplaceable position player defensively in the playoffs. Mm. And, Ooh, uh, and he said Vita Vea. He, your not, guy. not Aaron Donald? <laughs> no, but like somebody that if that guy goes out, the 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 domino effect is going to be terrible for that team. And he thought Vita mm. Vea was up there. So your guy getting props now from national media. You were on it early. Huskies? Yeah. Noseguard you? Yeah. You and I were talking, we were talking about Greg Gaines Greg before Gaines, the show. Our guy. Uh, but also, uh, speaking of Huskies and the Bucks, Joe Tryon Shoyinka, he made the, the clutch fourth down stop uh, right. catching Wilson, whatever yep. the hell that play was. Uh, the, the Huskies generally, man. Yeah. And honestly, I was surprised by the Kansas kid. I thought, he, I thought he'd be more developmental. They've gotten some things out of him. So. Really nice yeah. job uh, by the Huskies uh, pumping out the D lineman. Saints Falcons rounding out the the NFC <laughs> picture here. Uh, who's the team that would be worse for the viewer experience uh, in the NFL playoffs, and why is it the Saints? Forget about the viewers. Me, Mina yeah. Kimes, personally, will be on a megacast on Monday, and I just know if the Saints win, we're gonna get. I just know it's gonna be the Saints, and so I am. I am Matt Ryan, who I have stand shamelessly over the years. Yeah. Like, I am counting on him. They're going to win. Don't think, you think they're going to win? Yes, the Falcons are going to win. Or they're going to cover. Lie. They're going to cover. They're getting four points, I mean, again. But like, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> but they might win the game. I'm going to sprinkle a little they bit. Really, it's the it's, yeah. it's hate week. There is no they, they, pro they get, football they get rivalry. For the Saints, yeah, yeah like, like everybody thinks about NFC East rivalries and all that stuff. And I've participated mm. in those. But like... Mm, this rivalry is different it's like we don't get it unless you live down there i don't think it makes me really sad that this saints defense is being wasted yes because i think the front beyond the front well you know me i know you but uh, by the way cam jordan coming back jesus christ um but i think this is the best defense in the nfl 
Yeah. I don't know if that's a hot take and it sucks that they don't have a normal quarterback situation. Well, it's very interesting you say that, Mina, because I, I it'd be hard to argue against the way they played lately. There's also this effect with defenses and I've experienced this throughout my career at different times where when a lot is asked of you, you do a lot because they've been perpetually in this situation where they're in games where three points, it's a big swing, you know, like, so yeah. they're defending, you know, in their heads, like we're going to score 15 points. We, we got this, this highly paid, you know, fullback who throws the ball back there and, uh, or we've got Trevor Simeon or <laughs> he makes more money than all of us. Oh, that it's incredible. Suck. No, I mean, it's, that's, it's not all of them. He doesn't make more than all of them, but I, yeah. Yeah. Us for sure. Right now. <laughs> but uh, that's got to be a lot. I want that taste of hell money. Uh, maybe can't, he might make more than Cam Jordan. I don't know, but it's got to be. Oh uh, man, it's got to be frustrating. I, I I I love watching the Saints defense so much because they they don't give a fuck. The right. way they play is so fun. This is why they're able to take out Brady the way they do. I mean, they they're so fearless about it. I wish that it's so sad. By the way, that when Drew Brees was good, he had all the shit defenses. And now that there's but that's defense. again, it's like the ebb and flow. It's like I, you know, yeah. some of it's like personnel allocation and what you want to do with your team. But you know, like there is also when you're scoring forty a game, like you know, sometimes the defense is like, all right, we just need to hold them to thirty. It's just a different mindset now. Um, I and I, it, yeah. I really like Davenport too. Like I've oh, always liked Davenport. Everybody looks at the numbers, but this guy has been really just ascending as a player. I love that he plays with power. You mentioned the length. Like, he's just, he's a throwback type looking dude, man. Doing the long I mean, arm, I guess. Yeah, yeah his long arm, he yeah, can yeah. touch you from five feet away. So <laughs> I, I really like their front. I, they're I, I, great. I don't think they're that's a hot take. Good. Can yeah. Houston, Tennessee be tight? No. <laughs> I don't yeah, think maybe. I, like I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know people like Davis Mills he, at times. He's Some look, people do. <laughs> he's look pretty. He's look confident. I, I didn't think he looked great yeah. last week. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think this Houston team is as bad as their record. And I think, especially the, the past defense has a little bit of juice. And I do think this Titans team is pretty imperfect. But, there's so much on the line for them with the one seed. I feel like they they're not maybe close is a good question, but they're not going to lose. So who so if the Titans get the one seed, who are they playing right now, guys? They're playing either the Colts or the Raiders or the Chargers, right? No, they get a bye yeah. and then they'd get the winner of I don't know. Yeah. I mean, then it gets really complicated. But I'm wondering at this point, as a as a guy who really likes the Titans and they're a high floor team, like can they beat playoff teams? I mean, even at home, we keep questioning them but they keep delivering i i don't think they're quite as good as that top tier in the afc personally i think the past defense is pretty flawed the secondary issues and then i look at the attacks of you know kansas city cincinnati what we're seeing right. um buffalo i'm not i question their ability to keep up with them but if they can control the game flow and if derrick henry comes back looking healthy um Certainly they can, you know, and, and having the one seed, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it really just kind of comes down to who they play and how the game unfolds. Okay. So Mina Kimes is a coach, coach Kimes, like these one seeds, I know Tennessee has to win, but like, let's say you're green yeah. Bay or historically you always see this. And as a player, I've been on like one or two of these teams where you're like, Hey, do we play guys or do we sit guys? Like how much rust do guys accrue, especially as a one seed, you're going to get a buy, mm. which is so important, but can also be detrimental to like 
the rhythm of a team. Um, it's always good to bet first half. I feel like uh, you know the the dog in that in that one seed mm-hmm. game. But like looking at a possible two week window where guys are doing nothing, how long do you feel like players should play in that game? There's actually been studies on this exact question, which is do teams that rest their starters headed into the bye look rusty or or have less success coming out of it? And I believe they do not like it's, there's no effect. It's okay to rest your starters. Um, That said, I think it's team to team. Like, you know, like there's some teams where I think they would be like, it's, it's obviously beneficial to get, everyone playing time if they haven't had it. I, I think of a team like the Chargers, where right. this is actually a great scenario because for them, it's not about resting them. It's about the um, the tie. You know about yeah, the tie, yeah, the right? the tie, which Brandon so, Stanley said, we don't do that at Dayton. Too much respect <laughs> for the national, the Shield. He yeah, said, he also shield. said, he's like, oh, it's funny. It's um, Brandon Stanley, super nice guy. But he, he, he said... Back at Dayton, it's something we would have talked about, like a coffee shop scenario. And I was like, what is a coffee yeah, shop scenario? Yeah, I don't know scenario? what that is, Macon. You know what that is? Yeah, um, a coffee shop <laughs> scenario. No, I, I, I can't think of you anything. Don't know. Is it like no. a barber? I think you meant like barbershop talk. Yeah, but but, but at Dayton, it's coffee shop <laughs> talk. You don't really gather around the espresso machine. Yeah, to, yeah. To debate right, fun hypotheticals. Is a real cooler. is a phrase, but he was like coffee shop scenario, which feels right for him. Uh, hey, I'll give it to you, Brandon. I mean, you know, he's done a pretty good job. I mean, he's done a great job. But yeah. uh, but so but that is actually a legitimate question, because with them, it's not even just about keeping the guys healthy, which, of course, is great. If they don't play, if the, the Raiders and the Chargers tie, if the Colts lose, which they yeah. won't, but maybe we don't know. We do in. not know. We do not know. We do not know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they get in. Make it like they, if they tie, if they just kneel and kneel and kneel and kneel, yeah. they both get in. However, if it was me and we were doing that and I'm like Rich Pasacha trying to win a job and I see a division rival on the last kneel, I fucking run a play. Oh yeah, yeah. You, do. you do a fake kneel, dude. You do a fake kneel. That would be awesome. That would be um, awesome. You, who, oh, Mina, who would you want to call that game, the kneel game? Oh, the kneel game. Is it a uh, and um, Gus? Yes, because if it was Consors and Michaels, they would be. This is an insult to the to the Shield and the National Football League. Remember how pissed they got at the Eagles thing? Yeah, that was dude. Them, right? Am I missing? Oh, everybody that? got so mad at the Eagles thing. The and integrity they, of the game. They also got so mad at Doug Peterson, who who got fired a week later. I mean, like he was. Oh. You think he? They called him on the phone and told him to take Jalen Hurts out. I don't know that for a fact, but that sounds like what happened. I mean, like, yeah. get over it, guys. I think that'd be hilarious to put two, like a color analyst and a, a play-by-play guy or girl in a in a really, like, in a podcast scenario so people could see how hard it is to do what we do, you know? I think eventually, <laughs> I think... I think this could this be is a, what preseason is like calling your preseason. Yeah, game, dude. But. <laughs> this is like, this is the shits. They could um, take callers. Yeah, um, yes, they could take callers. Get Roger Goodell to dial in, ask him if he's upset with what he's seeing, the product that's on the field. But they would, they should do it. They yes. won't do it. They'll, they they will absolutely never do should it. do it. They absolutely should do you it. Risk, and it's the you most, get the game off. No and it's, injuries. And it's such a, and I don't know if Brandon Staley's like, you know how politicians will do certain things to appeal to certain demos, but he's been so hardcore appealing to the new school that maybe this is his opportunity to reel the, the old school football mm, people back in. I, we don't do this. 
I think big field goal got to him because he's been kicking lately. That's what I heard you say. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's been bullied into (laughs) big field goal. Being a traditionalist. <laughs> One issue, um, though, after yeah. the opening kickoff, which would likely be a touchback, yeah. you start kneeling at minus 25, then minus 23, then and then the team gets it back. They kneel at the plus. To, eventually, That's you're getting close to the goal line. That's interesting. It's, by, like, late second so quarter. It, it, you might have to mix in some one-yard maybe. runs. Or a punt. A little, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to punt, but... It's like, yeah. it's like Christmas Day, World War One, a little bit. Gosh, that would be fun. Like, let's just fucking chill out for a little bit here. Uh, let's like watch the Jumbotron. They'd be showing other games on the Jumbotron. It'd be awesome. I like Derek that. Carr would look so pissed the whole time, though. Coaching <laughs> <He laughs> him on the sideline. He just would be mad. Super emo looking. Um, um, yeah. So anyways, I, I think it varies. What I was about to say is the Chargers are a team that I actually think setting aside this hilarious scenario, they do need to play together. Like something that hit me watching them this last week against Denver, which is, I was admiring the defense granted Drew Locke, but I thought they looked better than they had in a long time. And then I realized, oh, these guys just haven't played together. Like the Chargers have been missing so many defensive starters, especially in their secondary, which yeah. has been the worst third down defense in the NFL. I do think it's a very complicated defense and it, it, it'll help them going into the postseason to have another game. No, no question. And uh, and what do you think about them in the postseason? I mean, like best matchup, worst matchup for them? Um, The worst matchup is any team with a strong running game, even though, you know, you, you've seen how bad that run defense has been. Even Some of that is, I, I do believe, having guys out yeah. like Justin Jones, yeah. uh, Linval Joseph spin in and out, et cetera, and Derwin James, obviously. But um, I still think even with the guys they have, going against i guess there aren't that many like at the titans yeah the pa- pretty, i mean pretty, i think the pats could run the, the ball pats, on those guys uh you know yeah. like they are so variable i mean like it's just they're so matchup dependent and it'd be a wild ride if they ended up in la or dallas uh wherever they're gonna play the super bowl most likely steve kornacki would tell you <laughs> oh good don't say his name anymore it's like i have ptsd from that week chargers at chiefs okay uh, Chargers Chiefs. They love that. They do. They do love that because not only did they not beat the Chiefs uh, the last time, the Chiefs yeah. came back and won, so there's no like revenge card to play for the Chiefs, but they actually match up pretty well against them. And You and I were talking about it. I, like, the Chiefs are not out of the woods yet. Like, yeah. And last week proved it. It's just like the Chiefs are going to have to win close ball games to win the playoffs this year, which has not always been... The thing, I mean, like they they have won close ball games, but they're not the dominant team they were two years ago. And I, I think the Chargers will give them a healthy dose of fear in that matchup. I agree. I think the Chiefs would win, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 but some of that I think is me feeling like the Chiefs have been playing with their food a little bit, and that like when the Bengals, <laughs> you know, the, the Bengals came in and and wow, this is so like old cliche football, but they wanted it more. I really felt that <laughs> watching them and. um and I also think kind of the Chiefs, the Chiefs kind of mess around a little bit with some of their play calls, with some of the, some defensive play calls as well. Oh, they were in zero late in that game. Yeah, I mean, like... I think the Chiefs will be just fine. But yeah, I think that would be a fun game. I mean, the way Justin Herbert's playing right now, I know everyone is really hot on Burrow, and I get it. And I think 
they're both. Like I saw you on TV after the week, <laughs> the week after, uh, the week after Burrow, and we love Burrow. So, like, can we not love awesome. both so much? Yeah. I they're mean, both like, so they're good. It's like asking you who's your favorite kid. You know, people always like when my parents put it in that term. Like, it's like asking me who's my, you know, the favorite out of us three. It's Kyle, by the way. But no, here's the deal. You are all over this thing. Let's not jump off the Herbert ship. Because Burrow shredded the, the, the Ravens defense and Burrow answered yeah. the next week with a great performance as well. But I felt you, like you were getting gaslit on national TV. You like you were like in the three box, like, holy shit, guys, are we just we're forgetting what we saw from Justin Herbert the past year and a half? I think it's because I do this um, segment on Sports Center on Mondays called Kimes Dimes, where I have to I love pick that. three throws from the weekend. The art that goes with the segment is me. It's a photo shoot I did for ESPN where I, I look kind of like a, a bad kid in a like a Disney show. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I, yeah. I hate it so much. Every time it comes on, I, I just lose my juice immediately. But um, and so I look at the top throws, which I can sort. You can sort using next gen stats by completion probability. Super nerdy. But I, there's always so many Herbert throws and they're crazy. They're insane. Like, I, I, they're insane. And they defy physics and I, the dude's arm is just insane. So I, I think you can absolutely debate who's playing quarterback at a higher level right now, but the idea that he has not kept pace to me is it's also, right. it's also stupid to like have to debate two things that are so like close, but different. It's like, just pick a favorite. Just tell me who your favorite is. That's what you're saying. Like, <laughs> who's your favorite player? Like, let's talk about it. Like we're 14. Cause that's what it is. It's impossible. And like, if the chargers actually got their shit together defensively, this team is terrifying. And you know, like when they're healthy and they haven't been, which has been one of the most interesting things you think about a West coast team out there. It's not like guys are out there in the cold, like dinging themselves and shit. Um, they have not been healthy late in the year. I want to talk about two more West Coast teams here. Yeah. San Francisco and LA. Three times in a year, we saw this earlier, if the Niners beat the Rams, they'd have to play them again in a second, right? They'd play them the very next game. And I didn't know this. It's happened a bunch. Three wins in a year against the same team. I asked Reed, oh. I was like, has it ever happened? And he was like, yeah, like 47 times. 17 times. <laughs> 17 times. Last time was 2009 wow. Cowboys over the Eagles. It was the Eagles. On 12, 13 years, though. Ooh. Yeah, it's been a long time. But, you know, I, I, I kind of wonder if you think, uh, number one, the Niners will play Jimmy G. And if they don't, can they expect it to be a competitive football game? Because I'm sure you watched Trey Lance. I'll just come out and say it. I did not watch a lot of that San Francisco-Houston game. Okay. I watched the whole game. And what was amazing... I figured you did. G give me, uh, give me, give me, the, give well, me the skinny was, on it. He looked really bad in the beginning. and But it was really cool... It, you saw him get better over the course of the game. And and you also saw at the end, the incredible arm talent uh, that he, I mean, he just, it, his passing chart from after the game and Jimmy G's typical passing chart, which always looks the same. If you like overlaid them together would right. make a, just a complete chart because it's, he uses such different parts of the football field from Jimmy, which was entirely like the middle intermediate area. Um, and he just adds such a different element to that offense that said, I think Kyle Shanahan clearly likes that Jimmy Garoppolo operates his offense the way he does yeah. and trusts him, even though he throws interceptions. But yes. um, I think he's <laughs> and a lot of tips and overthrows in his preferred area of operation. Mm -hmm. and, like, and so yeah. I, I think there's a lot of cloudiness about whether Jimmy's throwing well and whether he's healthy enough to play. But I think if he's even marginally healthy enough, 
they're going to go with him. What is it, a UCL? Have you ever had a UCL? No, labrum. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, had, I, had a, I had a, I had a ULCER when he was throwing picks against the <laughs> Titans. <laughs> know what I'm saying? You had, uh, you had the the Niners that night. We both had. Did I have the Niners? Or yeah, the, you had the, the Niners. Niners. You, you talked me into the Niners. Oh, yeah, I, get, I don't get them all right, bro. All right, so so Acres, how big of a deal is this? I mean, what kind of boost does this give the Rams? I don't think it's a huge deal. Yeah. I, I mean, I, Sonny Michelle's been running the ball pretty well. Yeah, often. he has. Um, and like when I looked at offense, I'm not. I don't think like oh, the, a run game is what they need. They just need Matthew Stafford to stop being inconsistent. I think. Right. Um, I do think. Though to go back to this matchup defensively, big part of the reason why they've had so much trouble with San Francisco, not just this year, is it is a bad matchup for them. Like the Kyle Shanahan offense, um, just it, given where San Francisco's strengths are, or, or probably where the Rams' strengths are and their weaknesses, um, they can really be exploited by San Francisco. Those short passes over the middle yeah. of the field—that's where that's where the Rams are weak. Uh, yeah, their linebackers and coverage, and I don't know. I, I actually think. This I, I think Sam the Rams would not want that third game. No, this is San like Francisco. a playoff game for the Rams. Yeah, this get, is like get a, them out. Like yeah. you don't want to deal with them. Yeah, this is twofold for them because I'm sure they have a spot to gain. Right, I'm terrible at this stuff. Matt Nackey, what do they what, do? They have a spot to gain. Well, they could probably play against the uh, Eagles, which I think they would prefer. Oh please, they don't or want the, to see the, the Eagles. I actually or don't the mind the Eagles Rams matchup. That's another one I don't mind. And I'm not these aren't I'm not drinking the green Kool-Aid here. <laughs> those are the, like you are. Those are the two teams that I think match up well with the Eagles. Otherwise, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan mm-hmm. of playing the others. Ooh, the Eagles the, secondary against that uh, against OVJ and Cooper Cup. I really? mean, uh, I just I, I I see it. I see it close, man. I don't trust <laughs> Matt Stafford. I think he turns the ball over three times. Like I yeah. I think if he plays yeah. the the Pass Eagles, rush, we yeah. could uh, over under on turnover would be one and a half. I'm taking the over. Okay, so you've got maybe San Francisco winning this game again? Uh, no, I'm going to go with the Rams. Okay. Just because either you're either getting Trey, who's still a little bit green, or hurt Jimmy. Hurt Jimmy. Rank these three Rams players to wear 91. <laughs> Stop. Greg Gaines. Stop it. Leonard Little. And don't say Kevin Green. Kevin Green. Chris Long. Okay. Stop. We stop? Yeah, sure. Okay. Game has been stopped, we, Mina. We love... We love Greg Gaines on this podcast. And uh, honestly, I, I think he looks swaggy out there. I think he looks much better than me in that uniform. I mean, that he, uniform is... He's built like a fire hydrant. He like, is. He is built, it really, it, I mean, he is built like a... But that bone, that bone looks pretty good. The color on their uniform. Um, <laughs> all right, so give me... <laughs> Give me, give me like a redraft of the quarterbacks. So let me give you an ESPN segment. I'll even make it rhyme. Uh, okay. I can't make it rhyme. If you if you don't want to answer, it can be Mina's mimes. Oh yeah, I've heard of that one though. It's they already do that one, don't they? No, that's Mina's dimes. No, Mina's dimes. Yeah. Times dimes. Times dimes. Right. Times dimes. Yes, yeah, so I can see you watch too. <laughs> it's late. Uh, yeah, it is late. Because um, I was saying this, and how batshit crazy am I? I was like, hey, Justin Fields five years from now might be the guy in this class. I mean, like, I just feel like his ceiling's I, high. and not, the, not crazy at yeah, all. Yeah, he's got the worst worst situation, highest ceiling. Well, Trevor Lawrence would like a word. But um, I just, I don't know. Like, if they get that higher right, do you like Justin Fields as good as anybody else? And do you think Trevor Lawrence can be saved? God, the Lawrence stuff is so hard to... I... I 
a huge part of me wants to put it all on the situation and the circumstance, but I actually do watch the Jaguars and he really Sorry. has struggled. You see, you see the, 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 there are those glimpses where you see the, the dude, you know, Clemson and, and he's, he makes these throws that are amazing and yeah. plays with his legs, but it's not just that he, you know, the offensive line isn't great, but he's not, solely struggling behind pressure or because his wide receivers aren't great or the scheme's not great. Like he is making a lot of mistakes and I really hope he can turn it around because I loved him so much in college. But at this point it's really hard. There aren't that many examples or yeah. instances of players who have turned it around after having such a bad season. Um, that's whereas with fields, Yeah, that's really true. I mean, that, that position, it is hard. Like, and you're, I don't know what you're about to say, but like, Justin Fields has less bad muscle memory there. I'll just put it that way. Mm. Just like there is a a part of players like when they go to a bad team, like if you just deal with that shit all the time, like all year long, you get a bunch of reps and bad situations. It is hard to like wrap your head around improving. That that is a tough situation for for Trevor Lawrence and for Justin. Like yeah, he's had reps, but it took a while, and they don't ask him to throw the ball forty times a game. Like that was the most asinine thing about that whole thing. He's also put together some complete games now. Yeah. Fields has like the Steelers game, unbelievable, right? Yeah. At, at the Vikings game, you've seen him get better over the course of the season. Yes, you'd like it to speed up a little bit, and he's still taking too many of those, you know, super sacks. But the arm talent is so obvious, and it negates a lot of the negative plays that. I feel like if I'm a coach, I see what he's put on tape this year, and I want to work with that. Oh yeah. Play. So then that might answer the question. Do you want the Chicago job, Coach Kimes, or do you want the Jacksonville job? Uh, I would probably go Chicago. I really like what their defense has done this year. I think they've got a great defensive coordinator and Sean Desai, who I, I think is going to stay there. Yeah. Um, and they've had a lot of turnover, but you know, getting a career year out of uh, Our guy. 40, 45-year-old Robert yeah. Quinn in his 36th season in the NFL. It's amazing. amazing. Um, but to do that without Mac to losing so many guys in the secondary is it's impressive. And the then Minnesota offensive. game, the Minnesota game, oh, they, they were they like, were guys, it was like dudes off the street in the secondary. Yes. Um, I like people from the Rams practice squad. I was like, wait, is that, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, or yeah. like recognizing dudes, um, and rookies who had never played. It was yeah. impressive. And then I think offensively, like they just know what they have to do. There's like some very clear spots. So yeah. it's kind of a, path towards okay fixing this team whereas in jacksonville man you could be in london in three years <sighs> like what's the core there you know yeah like, who, who are your core players well and they missed just, out on on building the junior contingency at wide receiver by not signing odell that would have been a good core mm. the junior core chanel lavisca dj yeah. and marvin yeah there's a lot of juniors there um okay so if you're the <laughs> so if that's what i know about the jaguars um lions like, if you're making that number one pick, if they are indeed um, sitting there with the number one pick, what do they need the most? Yeah. Like, how do you fix something like that? It seems like they play hard for Dan. It seems like there's competency in that building. I love his staff. I really do. Um, it feels like there's hope. Now they can't fuck it up. So, like, what are they doing? Yeah. I think, well, y y you're... Obviously, need a quarterback. I don't think you're, you're certainly not going to take one of the number one right. this year. And I, you're, I don't think you take anyone because of Derek Goss' contract. Just skip another year. Uh, and then you can hit the Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Clap, whatever, so, you know, figure yeah. it out down the road. Uh, like the line is 
pretty good, pretty solid and in place. So I think wide receiver or edge rusher in this coming draft are pretty important. Number one, I imagine they'll go pass rush. I haven't watched enough of the edge rushers to like weigh in. Although, did you see uh, Aiden Hutchinson, the Michigan kid? He's from Detroit, so this is he's a Patriots fan, (laughs) which he's a Pats fan. Is the biggest red flag. Forget like all the other stuff you hear about around the draft. That to me. I got to tell you, I loved his vibe when we interviewed him and he was super cool. And I think he's had a really great year. It's a small sample size of, you know, high, high quality play. He's very long. He's powerful. But scheme is going to be a consideration. I also think that like Thibodeau, I need to watch more Oregon. But um, I don't know that there's a guy at one that I that I'm like, yeah. I have to have this guy at one. I might trade back if I'm the Lions. I might trade back and accrue picks because, you know, like it, it feels like the pressure of the situation is like we gotta have a guy here. Like, and I don't know that there's a guy in this draft class that I'm just in yeah. love with. Um, and I'd hate the 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 headline: Detroit Lions devour local edge rusher. Like. I hate that because that's what would happen. Like it's just a fucked up situation. Like you, you if you're gonna take an edge rusher in the top five, make sure he's like special, special. Like you, it can't be like a conversation because it is yeah. such a tough situation to throw that kid into. And um, I don't know. I'd go back if I'm the Lions. I'd trade back. There's so many other needs. I yeah. mean, if you're able to get like a, a wide receiver and an edge rusher in the first round, I feel like that would make a ton of sense. Well, so that them. confirms that then Aiden Hutchinson probably doesn't want to play in Detroit as much as he says that. It's not even his favorite team. Like, nobody's like, if you don't have a Detroit Lions pendant in your fucking childhood bedroom, like, there's no... Well, he's no... 18. He's probably seen 50 Lions wins in his lifetime. You're right. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's smart. Yeah, he might uh, just be a smart a kid. Like, like yeah. what if they draft him because they're like, yo, he, he interviewed he hates really us. well. He hates yeah. the Lions. Actually, now that I think about it, like, our kids his age, so, you know, 19, whatever... Do, in the way that like our generation kids were Cowboys fans because they were the coolest team do today, like are today's kids Patriots fans? Cause yeah. they've only known Tom Brady. I think th- there's some Pats fans. I also think there's probably some, I wonder if the seat, your Seahawks have some like, so, yes, but younger obviously. Yeah. Cause Wilson era was 2012, yeah. but yeah, I have a lot of friends whose kids are Seahawks fans. Yeah, because like, it's a cool team. Th- for that cool team, cool jerseys, Russell Wilson. By the way, yeah, I think we're getting your guy Michael Bennett on next week. He called me last oh, night. He told me, uh, I told him it was snowing. He said, why don't you and Meg do some rich guy shit and leave? That was his uh, his advice. So we'll talk to Michael Bennett next week. We stayed put, unlike you. Went to a hotel. We, I stuck it out. Yeah, no you power. Had power. Yeah, you had power. You have no, a generator. But, but no heat. Mm-hmm. So I have lights. With space heaters. And I got like one charge space phones. heater. One space heater. You went to a hotel. Chicago, Jackson, we talked about that. And lastly, okay, Pittsburgh. Okay, like I, we saw the graphic. We did this big Tomlin celebration thing. Like they've been competitive for 15 years. Obviously, he's done a great job there. There's a lot changing. Some people think like it's time for a fresh start. And by some people, I, I mean like some people on the internet. Are they just dead wrong? And what do they do at quarterback next year? You mean a fresh start head coach? Yeah, dude. Pit, How some, many people on the internet actually think that? There's I'm going to challenge I, you. Oh, Is this no, no, a real no. thing? How much you want to bet I can find 100 tweets calling for his firing? 
I want to see the tweets. Okay. Just, just send me one. It's, it's just, send me, just send me one, but from like a real person. Oh, well, you're doing real people. I said people <laughs> on the internet. I say real people on the internet. Tom, uh, Tom but some people are, are frustrated with the way they played late in the season, especially defensively. Defensively, what? they've seemed soulless at times. Yeah, the Minnesota game was brutal. Mainly that, that was, one. That, was, that one was Some brutal. people lost the bet that week. Uh, so what do they do at quarterback? Like, so obviously Mina yeah, doesn't yeah, think yeah. the coaching is the problem. What do they do at quarterback? Because they've really, I mean, like they've dra- dragged their feet on the bend thing for a couple years. Yeah. It, like, I feel like they've wasted a little bit of window with the defense. It's it's at, yeah, at the uh, at the very least been a little disappointing. Yeah. By the way, I noticed you speaking of people on Twitter. Uh, trying to draw people's attention to the fact that TJ Watt could potentially break the sack record when it felt like nobody was no talking was watching, about that during the, the Ben game. Um, no one yeah. was watching. We He was inches <laughs> away from tying Strahan's record. Like, is it my pass rusher uh, blind spot that I think no, that's important? It is important. I, I want someone to break that record so badly, but... um. Yeah, they got it is a clean break financially now because of the way, you know, Ben restructuring his contract. They don't have a ton of cap space. And obviously this is a not a year for the draft. Uh, don't think there's going to be great options in free agency. I think for them, it's a question of, OK, if, if one of the elite quarterbacks is on the move, your Rogers is your Wilson's uh, or even like a Derek Carr is available yeah. for trade, which you know, there's a lot of smoke around. Huntley, or Mayfield, Huntley. potentially Huntley. Yeah, although that wouldn't. They can, I think, give him the. Uh, he's a restricted free agent, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. uh, there is that even a, de- a desirable destination? I think is an interesting question. Is Pittsburgh because the offensive line is not as good yeah. as a lot of the other teams that need quarterbacks. Wide receivers are very inconsistent. Um, I don't know, but I think they're going to make a play for one of those, and then I imagine they'll take a, a swing at one of the QBs. Um, Oh, I should mention Winston's probably an option too. Although well, I let me just plant my flag. I'm going to do it again. Liberties, Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. take a stab, man. Somebody take a stab. He's going to make somebody happy. And if he doesn't, no one's going to remember this. <laughs> and if he does, I will post this social relentlessly. <laughs> See, I could be on it. Get me a job, man. I could do this. You know, you're tapped into something which is a really, really smart way to approach our industry, which is make predictions about good things that will happen, mm-hmm. not bad things. Because yep. if you are negative, fans will throw that in your face. If you're positive and you're wrong, nobody will remember unless you're right. And then you can bring it back up constantly. Eagles win the Super Bowl. What year? This year. Wow. <laughs> That's, I just said, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just fucking throwing it out there just in case it happens. It's like playing the lotto, I'm man. Trying, I'm trying to do like yeah, a she's doing the, the shock, shock for, like, for, your, for your video. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. That was good. She, she's ready. She's sitting what? there like, she's shocked. So we'll, we'll, we'll see you in February at that social. Um, <laughs> Mina Kimes, one of the best in the business. We always love having you on. Uh, thank you very much for the time. Go Eagles. Go birds, go now, eagles. Now, now I want it. Now I want it for the <laughs> to be a part of that moment. Yeah, we could know? we could be famous. You're already famous. All right, man. See ya. Bye. I like your haircut, by the way. I forgot to say. Wow. Thank you. This is, I think. The <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't. know when you got it, but you didn't have it the last time I saw you. It's better. You. I um only in the past long hair. year or so. Um, no, what you did today is you fucking relaxed. Like we went out. 
we we walked around like remember i said earlier your hair looks great man it's not you didn't even try i've worn a hat went on for Instagram two years live. worth of of pods yeah so that means a lot to me is what i'm saying thank yeah. you <laughs> it looks really good That's thank good. you all right mina thank you hi guys see ya so mcdonald's in china is installing like bicycle seats so that people can work out while they eat you in favor of this yeah i love it i love it yeah justifying you know your caloric intake is is uh something i i do often i'm gonna go home and eat a peanut butter fluff pie from maya restaurant shout out it's in my refrigerator which is running ah billion dollar idea make bicycle seats more comfortable yeah no question a little let's patent it a little padding like a zero gravity bicycle chair trademark like a tempurpedic no question bicycle seat cover read you got to read around the world and we'll get out of here give us like you know that maybe that's the mat around the world but you're gonna so this gentleman jeremy Faison, Faison is a tennessee state representative and this is him at the at a high school basketball game the other day tennessee state representative he's wearing plaid he's on the court He's fixing to do something. I wonder which which side of the aisle he's on. He's pointing at the official. He tries to pull the official's pants down. That's, uh, yeah. And it's uh, also a weak attempt, too. Well, he only goes for one pant he leg. Went, he went like side leg. If you're going to pants somebody, you go up right behind him. That's incredible. This guy, I would say it's shocking that he's like holding an office, but... Well, but he's holding an office in the state of Tennessee, no shade. He's not like making laws for the country, but just for the state of Tennessee. Yeah, sometimes I think we don't realize how easy it is to hold local office. You and I, Mike, could be in you the Virginia State Legislature, yeah. Long Gunter or Gunter Long? I don't know that they run uh, tickets for state you legislators. You think we should branch out and do different, you know... I think that you, yeah, uh, name recognition guy, yeah. should run... In what am our I district, running on? Whatever the hell it's called now. What am I running on? Um, fairness, higher wages for podcasters. Empathy. Civil rights. More comfortable bicycle seats. Pornhub premium is, is no longer premium. It's standard. The whole interstate snowstorm thing. People can't leave their dogs at home when their power's out anymore. Hey, I didn't leave my dog at home. Y'all have a good one. Y'all take care. Oh.